You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I am your host, Damon Hatfield. With me this week is Greg Miller. A very special ass to ass to James Temple, who asked me on Twitter to say it today. Justin Davis is here, <laughs> back by popular demand. I can't, I can't follow that up, though. He's I have big... no, no Twitter call out. You are a big deal now. You are getting requests from That's people true. who want, want to I hear said, you on GameScoop. So. I said, if you want to hear me on GameScoop, just pester Damon. It's one way we'll to do get, it. We're giving out his home address at the end of the podcast. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. That's not true. Uh, last but not least is Peter Eichmann's making his first and final appearance <laughs> out of the blue yeah. on GameScoop. Uh, Peter has been working here as a contractor in our, in our office, uh, in our very midst for the past year. Uh, like and, one of your own. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we, we think of you as part of the family. Yeah. For sure. He's been a big help on the Xbox team. Uh, but today is his uh, last day. Here it's true. Team. He's moving on. I'm moving on. So I'm here to make you fall in love with me mm-hmm. and then just take it all away. Exactly. Yeah. We are, asshole. Thanks for having me. Right? He's like, hey, I like Starhawk. I'll cover that. I'm like, thank God. Go ahead. <laughs> now, now I'm out again. Like, yep. ah, Clements, this seem like something you want to do? <laughs> That's uh, Greg loves Starhawk. Dropping pods. That's what we've learned today. No, it's not, you know, it's like, I like Warhawk a lot. Yeah, I mean, you can't you can't be all into Dust 514 and not be like, okay, Starhawk might be cool, too. No, I think he can. I think he can do that if he wants to. <laughs> I'm my own man. <laughs> you can make choices. Greg, I'm sorry you're not feeling well. It's okay. I'll tell you what's really upsetting. For okay. the first time in five years in California, I need a doctor. What? Like, I need a real doctor. You've been to the doctor before. For, like, your knee. <clears throat> that doesn't count. For my knee. Well, knee for remember when your knee was giving you, you, you couldn't like sit in a movie oh, theater? Right. Yeah, I did go to that. I did go to a doctor for that. Yeah, yeah. But that's mm. not, that's like a knee doctor. That's not like a general. <laughs> yeah, like, and that was like some hokey <laughs> new age doctor too. That, like it didn't even correct the problem. Yeah. It was it was a Steimer's workout. Uh, what do you call that? 
What do you call like somebody who makes you work therapist? out? Physical no. Uh, trainer. Personal trainer. Personal trainer. That's, right. that's, that's someone who oh, makes you work out. Yeah, yes. who told, told me what to do. That was wrong with my So that was really? That, yeah. So you that didn't go to a doctor. Visitor. I know I did go to a doctor, and they <laughs> said, remember, they were like, don't wear Converse anymore. And I was like, that sounds really stupid, <laughs> but okay. And so I bought, and don't I, wear I, your I back actually so never low. bought shoes. I actually just tried other shoes. And then Christine told her personal trainer about it. He's like, oh, that doesn't sound right. And then I walked, I picked her up one day, and he saw me with a bag, my shoulder messenger bag slung down over on my uh, hip. That'll do it. And he's like, is that how you walk every day? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, that's what's doing it. You're throwing your gait off. You're totally screwing. I'm so, like, oh, okay. So I have one question about this. How did you try other shoes without buying them? I had, I had a pair like of six hours dressy, in the store. dressy uh, uh, gym shoes okay. that I could wear. And I think I wore those for a couple odd. days. It looked odd. Just because Greg always wears Converse. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. The t- I it's time to take days. the plunge. Go to nursing shoes. Yeah. <laughs> you can walk all, right. all day on your feet. You'll be fine. All right. I feel like a dream. So I've actually, I have not, I've also not been to a doctor in well, holy shit so I haven't been to a doctor in probably seven years Justin's dying yeah I could be I wouldn't know <laughs> I don't want to go at this point they'll give me all kinds of bad news yeah I went to a doctor when I turned 30 to Ooh. make sure everything was okay was it okay yeah it was fine did okay. they make you turn your head and cough uh, yeah we did that how okay. long do you have to wait for your appointment Oh, um, a, day, a couple of days. Nah, I got You got to tell me who that doctor is. That's what I need. Well, I got to. Everybody's just, like, oh, I right, this is. Got to go to May. You got to go. Well, I got one in May. It's like May. <laughs> I'm fucking in pain right now. Will you help me? Man. I'm sure this is fascinating yeah. to our, all of our listeners. This is why this people is, like th- these podcasts. It, well, we've, we've covered this. <laughs> nobody's coming here for gaming news. Well, Internet, <laughs> Twitter, Facebook, MySpace. It's all right there. Let's talk about anybody, health insurance. Yeah, anybody, anybody listening to this outside of the U.S. is so confused right now. They don't <laughs> just go to the doctor. Uh, anyway, I hope you go to the doctor and feel better. I'm trying. I'm I'm <laughs> legitimately trying. I just go to the Kaiser. The the in there's a Kaiser on Geary. Yeah, uh, Kaiser facility. But I use my health or I use United Healthcare. Does that uh, count? No, I don't know. Okay. I have Kaiser. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll switch that next time. Open enrollment rolls around because there's another in- adult word I love dealing with. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna we're just gonna answer a bunch of listener emails uh, time. this week. Remember, listeners, you can always reach us at gamescoop at ign.com. Just like Alex Isaacs did, he writes in uh, to say he just says I, I wanted to write in and thank you guys for covering iOS games and not hating on them like so much of the internet does. I use my iPhone and iPad every day, and it's awesome to hear people treat them as legitimate systems. Thanks again. Love the show. Yeah. Great. Couldn't agree more. Speaking to the choir, man. Well, yeah. Well, of course, Justin is preaching to the choir. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you're, I'm, I'm talking you're to the to choir. <laughs> you're allowed to do that. It's true. Mm. And frankly, sure. let's just talk about this awesome Android coverage yeah. that I've been doing like once a month. Yeah, Peter Ackman's. So I don't own an Android phone. We have some tablets if we ever really need to review something. <laughs> That's a good point. And so uh, yeah, Peter's been filling in. Only you did like two Kyrosoft games, true. right? Um, but let's be honest. It all starts on iOS. So everyone loves their iOSs and their iPads and those things. It's true. Uh, we were talking about how we, we find it annoying when you have to the, the, the turn your electronics off on phones. Yes. thing is annoying. Uh, some pilot all offended. Blake though. Blake W W Dub W the Dub. Right. Dub. And he says he has job experience in the in the airline industry. Uh-huh. He says we are correct in that phones, iPads, and iPods and the like will not affect the electronics on the plane. However, the electronics market is constantly introducing new products. So rather than try to keep up with each and every device that comes out, and if it may interfere with the equipment on the plane. They instead restrict the use to all the devices as an easier catch-all solution. 
man. I always thought it had more to do with they didn't want people being distracted and having yeah. headphones in and not listening to instructions. Well, see, that's during... the thing is that, like, you know, I, guess, you know you're right there. I was on a plane a few weeks ago and I was just minding my own business. I have this uh, laptop that the touchpad's broken. So I have this wireless mouse. I wasn't even thinking about it. I was using my wireless mouse, writing up something for IGN. Sure and they <laughs> brought, you know, my resume to yeah, move on. Writing up your resume <laughs> is what you were doing. No. Um, and they made me, they couldn't use the wireless mouse. Oh, because he's getting off wireless yeah. signal? Interesting. I don't know. I, I, I didn't did even they, think about that. Did they, like, hone in on The guy you, was like, like, yeah, he was, like, staring at me for a minute. He's like, <laughs> sir, you can't use that mouse. <laughs> didn't even think about it. So then what did you do? You know, this plane is 30 years old, and that wireless <laughs> technology is going to You are currently flying this plane. <laughs> yeah. Like, <whoa. laughs> There's more technology in that mouse than in the entire yeah, cockpit. Exactly. Speaking of, apparently last week, it seems like a long time ago, but I made a comment. I, I teased Justin for saying the airplanes had pedals. I, as if that Rutters, was that, yeah. as if that were ludicrous, but it turns out many many listeners wrote Luda. in to correct me. Apparently, pl- airplanes do have pedals. Yeah, I was mocked in grade school for that because <laughs> for that I, I, I guess it was junior high. I, I was together. But yeah, I somebody asked what the pedals on a plane do, and I was like, gas and brake. And this, this one kid <laughs> thought that was the funniest fucking thing I had ever said. Again, like fuck off. So you seem to have. I've been at IGN about eight nine months now, mm-hmm. and the more and more we hang out yeah. uh, socially, and, and we do it, that a lot now. We do. We're friends more often. We're yeah. friends. I would say so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you have a lot of stories, angry stories about school, about elementary oh, yeah. school. This fucking kid. Oh, yeah, you know, and now years. Later, you're able to. Well, now I can I can belittle all of them in, in a public forum. It's great. If you watch the uh, Todd McFarlane interview on Up at Noon, yeah. there really is a Chris Fernandez who I did not get along with in grade school, and I really was calling him out. Exactly. Like this is this is a recurring this is my chance. theme. Yeah. I have very little. I have very little going for me in the long it's, run, Justin. It's, so, like, this is what I it's the onto. fuel that stokes the Greg Miller fire. It's yeah. so good. Once you've gotten them all back, there's gonna be nothing left. That's why. That's why the listeners love me, and that's why we're friends. Is because I am literally you, listener, just with a public forum <laughs> if, you're, if you're a little bit younger listener and uh you know maybe you're getting teased at school or you don't have a huge number of friends at school you're a little bit nerdy just remember that on the outside people like you run things yep exactly yeah, yeah we talked about Takes that the other time. day too yeah, yeah. For sure, you you run shit on the outside. This is guys, f- I like this game scoop. I like what we're doing here, Damon. And we're this doing is God's work, as they say. Answering prayers. Yeah, I don't know, um, but that's completely. And this is. It sounds like something out of like Friday Night Lights or something. But all the guys that were on the football team in my school, they all graduated Street. and they all went to work at a car wash together. <laughs> like that's they went from like superstars to you know nothing. So varsity blues. Yeah. If we've learned anything from Breaking Bad, though, that car wash might just be a front, <laughs> yeah. really. Like, these might be some highly profitable football players. Yeah. yeah. That's a really good point. I know. When's that come back? I don't know. Probably this fall. Summer, know. maybe. Yeah, I think late summer. Not soon enough. Yeah. This is Asad Malik. I'm guessing that's how it's pronounced. It's a maiden name. Made up name. It's <laughs> his maiden name? It's a maiden name. <laughs> it says, I'm just starting the Mass Effect trilogy now. Which systems should I play it on? Xbox the whole way through, or 360 for the first one, then PS3 do for... Not, no, yeah, no, that's don't the stupidest jump. thing you could do. Yeah. Yeah, why, either, I, either, yeah, start... Uh, well, whatever it is, either do 360 or PC, and play all the way through and get everything. Yeah. yeah well, like I said, Mass Effect, I, the original Mass Effect sucked, so you could start with two if you wanted to, but... I'm not with you so, there. Yeah, it does not suck. However, I, I think you could jump into two on yeah. PS3 and yeah. then you'll... You yeah, know, totally. If, you want, if you're really worried about trophies and stuff, But if ahead. you're planning on starting with one, you're basically throwing away a 30-hour character... When you start two, yeah, yeah. like and, and, all that just goes no, away. You can't spoil it. You couldn't do that. You would make so many choices yeah. and be so tired yeah. of that character and what you've done. You wouldn't want to do that. You gotta. I mean, I still think Mass Effect Three has been out for a while, but I still, I people are still kind of figuring out all the ramifications and all the ways that you know decisions you made in one affects three. And everyone knows the big ones, but there's like smaller ones now that we don't even have it all sort of mapped out yet. Yeah. So um, 
Yeah, whatever you do, definitely stick with one console the whole way through. Yeah. So that means 360 or PC. Right. Mm. Yep. I played a few more hours of Mass Effect 3 last night. I'm really enjoying it. I'm surprised it's you're not... Like, when Mass Effect 2 came out, you took a day off work. Yeah. yeah I'm surprised you didn't do something like that again. It, it seemed like you're less, yeah, you were less excited for this Yeah, Mass I wasn't Factor. that excited for this one. But yeah. I am, you know, enjoying it. I'm just not... Uh, Was it just like my, nor- my normal sequelitis where you knew it's going to be great or so whatever? And I'm just, I'm, sp- I'm just not gaming as much at home. Uh, mm-hmm. Lately, yeah. I've been like working on music and watching uh, Downton Abbey. <laughs> <laughs> but you also, and you have a lady friend. That is true. You know, it, that, all it, these things like having a girlfriend, having hobbies. You know, like wanting to watch TV shows. All that takes time. Exactly. There's only so much time in the day, right? Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. I have to pick and choose. Like, I am a nerdy guy. I'm sure I would love comic books, but I don't have time. Like, my time is full yeah, yeah. of hobbies, and I don't have time to shove another thing in there. So, comics. Mm-hmm. It was a major factor in me leaving. Starting Monday morning, I will be sitting on the couch yeah. in my underwear playing Mass Effect 3. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Also known right. as freelance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, this listener says, I'm Dutch. Let's see if yes. Greg, Greg can use this information to try and pronounce my surname. Oh, hook that up over here. Yeah, the, uh, hey, I, come, come on. on. It's over here. Borgrieve. Okay. Easy. Also, yeah. Challenge that- me, Dutch listeners. <laughs> Uh, that, get your that, right? finger out of the dam and type an email to <laughs> gamescoop at IGN.com. Oh, it's got to be a, what, what, Borchraf? Grafe? Well, the there's Borchraf, Grafe, there's Grafe, a G in there. Don't yeah, the, G, the Gs in, in Dutchland are. No, I, just, no. I don't think Grafe. you want to. I think Grafe. when it comes to Dutch Borchraf. matters, we can trust that Pete knows what he's talking about. You are the most. Do you know Dutch my middle name? Yeah, full name over here? Peter, Peter Johannes Eikemont. Ooh. So, I like wow. that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I wish you would have talked with that accent the entire time. <laughs> the entire you were time. <laughs> what? If, yeah, you seem like some foreigner. You're like, just playing like that you got the long troll going. You talk that way for like a year, <laughs> and then on your last day, you use your normal voice. That'd be cool. Oh. That'd be cool. Now I have regrets. Come on. No. Uh, his case. His question is mainly aimed at me, but feel free to weigh in. But I doubt any of you have played any Disgaea games. So oh, I'm, I'm going to play the new Vita one. He said, well, you should. I played the original. What else are you going to play? He says, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge Disgaea fan. I've just obtained a PS Vita. Never owned a PSP. I finally have access to all kinds of NES games, or NIS games, oh. that I couldn't play before. NIS is the uh, publisher of uh, uh, Disgaea. And other cool, quirky Japanese games. My question consists of two parts. Have you played any of their other games, and which did you like best? I'm currently playing through Phantom Brave, and am thoroughly enjoying it. Yep. Feel free to use this occasion to rave about anything Disgaea related. Uh, so yeah, I love, love, love the Disgaea games. I've played some of the other uh, turn-based strategy games from Nippon EG, uh, NIS. I don't, I'm not as crazy about them. Phantom Brave is like really long and deep and super hardcore. I don't know, maybe even more hardcore than Disgaea, but it, I found it. It's not as like lighthearted and, is, and fun. Is Phantom Brave the one where you can pick people up and? Th- I mean, I know well, you, you can, can throw people in Disgaea, Disgaea. But, it's, but it's. I thought it was a big part of Phantom Brave. Phantom Brave, <laughs> the thing is that you have a circle of movements. Right, it's you, not you grid based. It's not grid based, and right. you can move anywhere in that circle. And no, no, it's just the story is a lot more darker. It's not as fun and, 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 yeah. and humorous. I played. So. I, I did the same thing I did with all those PS1, PS2 RPGs, where I played about ten hours of it and mm-hmm. then just never touched it again. But Disguise 3 comes out on Vita in three weeks, two weeks, something like yeah, that? Yeah, April... Mid-April. 17th. And it's so good. It's just like, it's the perfect, uh, like, handheld game. I don't know. I, it, it's, I've really been enjoying playing that and using the Vita to play it, too. I've been really enjoying that system. It's cool. Because you're just, like, in the middle of a long dungeon crawl, but you can just, like, turn the power off and just put it away. And when you come back, nice. you'll, it'll be right there. You know? It's good. Yeah. That's great. Save points, man. Mm-hmm. Who needs them? Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, this is Axel. He's from Finland. Is it Axel Rose or Axel Foley? Probably 
One of those. That's badass. <laughs> I've been a PlayStation fan since the launch of the first console. I've owned every PlayStation branded device since. However, I'm currently torn between buying a Vita or an Xbox 360. The 360 is looking so cheap and comes bundled with some great games. I would love a Vita, but I'm slightly put off by the price and the uncertainty about the device's future. With the 360, I believe I would get more for my money, and I have always wanted to play many of the Xbox exclusives, such as Gears and Halo. If you could please put this choice to a vote among you guys, help me make this decision, that would be great. Do we need to vote? It sounds like he answered his own question. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, like, the Vita's only going to get cheaper, and there's only going to get to be more games for the Vita. <clears throat> so it sounds like, why not buy an Xbox now and go to that library? Exactly. So I, I would say between a 360 and a Vita, like if you've already got a PS3, then a 360 is like you're buying kind of like a very similar console, true, and a Vita is a totally different experience. Yeah. With different I mean, games. it comes down to how many exclusive he wants. If he if he has friends who are really you know, like ready for Left 4 Dead, like I wanted to play Left 4 Dead the other night, but then I went to bed. But it's one of those things. If people are if you know people want to play Left 4 Dead, sure. If you want to play all the Halo, sure. Mm-hmm. But there's not like, it's not me, like like the PS3 has a huge exclusive library. Yeah, to me, yeah. it's not the exclusives that really sell the 360. Yeah. True. I just like the, ex- use, you, the experience. But if you've already got a PS3, it's like you definitely need to. The exclusives would be the only reason to do it because we are at the, the tail end of a console life cycle. Exactly. And if you didn't own either a PS3 or 360, man, jump in and you're going to have so much fun with a bunch of ten and True. fifteen and twenty dollar games. But uh, like I don't. So there's Halo and Gears, and I'm trying to Left think. For dead. And is that exclusive? Yeah, Forza. Oh, I feel like racing. Six, I have it on PC. Those Europeans like Forza two racing. also was exclusive. Yeah, oh, wow. For, uh, yeah I mean that's PC. Yeah. Like what else is there? Is that really? I'm, I'm kind of drawing a blank. It like, pretty much is. Well, there's a bunch of Xbox, Fables, but uh, Xbox no. Live Arcade stuff. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. Awesome. 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 the arcade stuff. Yeah, Xbox Live Arcade. That's a great point. Um, but if so, you're planning on like gaming on the go a lot, and you would use the Vita all the time when you're traveling, commuting, whatever you're doing, because um, the Vita's awesome. And like Greg said, it's going to get better. But I like I love my Xbox. I love it's really easy to play online. Like keep your friends list going. Yeah. Super smooth, and I, I love Gears of War, so uh, I guess I'm biased in that extent. But you can buy a new 360 for what 199? Yeah, 199. I, I don't even have any idea. It has a smaller hard drive, but, but that's it's not, so, not that bad. So 199, and you could get what all three or four Halo games and all the Gears games. So you could probably get everything for 299, maybe. Yeah, like probably. All, the, all, all the that's pretty good. I mean, mm-hmm. that's still cheaper than a Vita. I don't think we've given him a, given him a definitive answer, but yeah. maybe we've helped him. Hopefully, <laughs> helped him make a decision. Two either different way, experiences. Like either way, you're going you're gonna to be okay. Yeah. This is Shane Pulkey. Good name. After years of neglect, I recently picked up Castle Crashers again. Forgot how amazing this game is. Any news or updates on what the behemoth is working on next and when we might see it? Yeah. Didn't know. they announce forever ago that yeah. this other game they were working on? This is like on? another one of those uh, XBLA games that's just been in development for long, too long. It's is like, it? it's, it's, you, you have like a, there's a certain window where if it just if it takes too long to come out, it's just uh, I move on, I lose interest. It's like after Castle Crashers, you're like, oh man, now the Behemoth is working on Battle Block Theater, so oh, that's it's gonna be awesome. Four that years ago, but then it's like you see it at PAX, then you see it at the next PAX, and then it's at the next PAX, then it's at the next PAX. That's so what I was like, gonna what? say. This is yeah. the annual PAX game that you it's always actually go and they have giant arcade cabinet. It's actually out, but only available at PAX twice <laughs> a year. Make a game. Put your game out. Yeah, yeah, that's a really really long time. You right? know, they're not they're not Blizzard like yeah. I mean, or I, are they? I, it's like they're so small. Ooh. Castle Crashers is so successful; they can do whatever they want. That's the thing. I think that's basically it. They're like, "Yep, we're going to work on this. We'll game do whatever forever. we want." Yeah, it still doesn't have a release date. No, I, you know, and it'll come out and be amazing. But then like, these things turn around pretty quickly. Like Fez, all of a sudden, out of the like we heard, you know, is done going through certification. But now, bam, it's coming in three weeks. Yep, Spelunky is most likely coming this summer. But again, that's, that's another, that's game another that's been one. In yeah, development for way too long. Uh, great news that Fez is finally coming out. So mm-hmm. weird that it's coming out on a Friday. Yeah. And five days before Trials Evolution. 
Which is awesome. Oh, it's so good. I think we're coming into the maybe the best stretch of XBLA ever. And there's been what? some good stretches as well. Because we got mm. we got Minecraft, we got Fez, we got Splunky, um, and we got... The next, like, three months, you're saying? Uh, well, yeah, I guess they're not right in one stretch. But it's all pretty but, close. But yeah, Trials of Evolution. I mean, this summer, we'll get uh, Quantum Conundrum. Too. Yeah. yeah. Is, was that XBLA? Yep. Oh, man. In I, didn't, I didn't even realize that. Mm-hmm. And okay. it's great. Yeah, that's going to be amazing, too. There's lots of good stuff coming out. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why some games are coming out on Fridays now. It's really the strange. The Friday thing is weird. It's like Play in the, the weekend, last man. six months, I think three games have done it, but including it, Fez. Like Simpsons Arcade did it. Today, uh, Tenorman's South Park Revenge came out. There, it's, it's, it's an anomaly. That's yeah. why it's strange. It's like for years and years and years, XBLA games come out on Wednesdays. And then all of a sudden, games just come out on You're Fridays. About every once you? That's why. Nobody else would talk about this South Park game if it wasn't coming out on a Friday. <laughs> but here we are, <laughs> chatting it up. They wanted it to be on GameScoop. They want to be the hot topic. Uh, I don't know if it's a hot topic. We talked about it for 30 seconds. As long as we talked about anything except my medical woes. <laughs> uh, this is Ruben. Okay. I like I wondering... sandwiches. <laughs> anyway, Ruben. Yeah. Says, I was wondering if you guys had any info on Code Foo. Like, is it just a one-time thing, or is IGN going to do it every year? Uh, this is the second, the second round. Yeah, so yeah, it's on yeah. Now. It will happen often. I don't think there. I don't know if there's an annualized yeah, uh, schedule out there. Yeah, we don't have a say in whether you know we can't say definitively. Oh, it's every year now. But the first one was very successful. And we yeah. hired a bunch of in- engineers from it. And the yep. second one is it starting? Soon? It just started, right? I think they're, they're right taking now, applications. Taking applications. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, Do you have uh, the uh, website address off the top of your head? Is it like is it a resume uh, site or is it a code? Let me Google around for somewhere in the last forty eight hours. There was like a post on IGN that said you know sign up for Kung Fu. Justin can you explain exactly what Code Foo is in case our listeners don't know? I don't know that I can. Um, <laughs> well, just because it's, it's sort of an HR thing, right? So I wouldn't want to get any detail wrong. But the long and short of it is, you know, IGN is looking for more engineers and the company totally understands that engineering talent isn't necessarily an on-paper thing. Like, yeah. oh, you have a CS degree, so now you're an awesome coder. Like, instead, it's all about what skills you have and what you can actually do in practice. So they have, you know, a bunch of coders apply and you just sort of show what you've built or show it doesn't matter. You can have no degree at all. You come to IGN and work for I don't know, what, six weeks. It's like yeah, six weeks for, over the, over you the know, summer for a while. You July eleventh through August twenty second, six weeks of tech training. The whole thing is that you don't have to be an engineer or anything like that. You yeah. can come yeah, in and train you. They've never done it, yeah. and yeah. then the, the most promising students get a job here at IGN. Yep, there's a chance for it. Yeah, yeah. so, so you want to go to code.ign.com/foo f o o code.ign.com/foo. And you can get all the details there and apply. Yeah. So I'm guessing this. Uh, the questioner maybe wants to do it, but isn't quite ready to do it this year. I don't maybe. know. Yeah, Sounds so, like it. So we don't know about the future, but it's definitely something. That the first one was great. We def- some- I, I don't know how many people that hired I from it. it was like six or eight. Six or I eight. hired six to eight people. IGN boot camp and Code Foo is a big mm-hmm. part of it. I believe we had 25 people in the last Code Foo. Six or eight of them were hired. Nice. That's full-time people. Yeah, and we, so I guess the one key detail that I sort of forgot or didn't mention that you just reminded me of is that we do actually provide training. Like we're, That's the whole you, point. Even yeah. if you don't get the job, hopically you're going to come out of it. Exactly. You skills. can come in here. There, last, talking to the Code Food kids from last time around, there were a lot of them who had never coded before. And you, you don't apply with a resume. You just hit, hit this apply button and then answer some questions and pitch an idea kind of thing and yeah. answer the goofy little things. And th- yeah, then you come in and you get all these books and you get all this training and you get real-life experience hands-on. You you get really cool IGN Code Foo sweatshirts that I wish they would make for other IGN things because yeah. I would like one. I mean, what, what's unique about it is just it's a chance to like show off what you can do, how quickly yeah. you can learn, and how quickly you can like show off what you're learning. Mm-hmm. Whereas like just sending in a resume to an open job isn't going to do that. And you also like they tend to produce these little hacky projects at the end, and we're there's 
things. I don't know if there's anything users can see, but like tools that we use to build the site and work on IGN, like we use, like, oh, that was a little code food project. Well, you like, remember if I, the, uh, right now there's an IGN app for iPads that's yeah. touched IGN, you know, it's a touch based no. IGN.com. And that, and that, that was a code food project. And then we, we hired that guy. And um, then, so if you go on the mobile site right now and you can listen to podcasts through the mobile site, and that was a code food yeah. project as well. Nice. So that's there's it. lots of little stuff like that. Stuff that makes our lives easier. So check it out. What was that website again? Code.ign.com slash foo, F-O-O. Okay. Uh, this is Thane Shuning. Oh, my God. I, was, I remember him from Mass Effect 2. I name for my name. <laughs> Sorry he about says, your son, bro. <laughs> oh, that was probably the saddest part of Mass Effect 2 for me. Thane did not survive. Oh, oh my man. God. Really? Oh, for wow. me, spoiler alert, he's sitting in the hospital on the Citadel in 3. Hmm. He's like, man, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> I got, if I, you recall, spoiler, he was sick in the second one, and yeah. he was pretty much dying anyways. Yeah, exactly. It's not a bad guy to lose in the, in the, yeah. in the two. Well, yeah. keep playing that Mass Effect yeah. thing. <laughs> I uh, uh, met up with Miranda last night. Yeah, you did. Citadel. Still end up knocking the boots. <laughs> Thane says, Scoop! Scoop! Indie Royale is an amazing thing. Yep. Every so often, bundles come out, start at a price... Five to ten dollars. The more people buy, the more it goes up. If people spend more than asked, it drives the price down. Most times, you can get five games for five bucks, and there are bonuses when they reach a certain amount sold. So I got a cloning Cl- a cloning Clyde key, but I already have the game. IGN gave it an eight point one. I think that was like two thousand five, <laughs> two point six. Uh, so for any Steam users who'd like to share uh, the key with you, you ready here? This is a, this is a code for cloning Clyde on Steam. Lay it on us. Five two PPT. K4A5PCQDEJ. Whoever gets that code for Cloning Clyde, make sure you send good vibes to Thane Shuning. Uh, no, Justin, I know you're a big fan of indie, yeah. indie Royale. Peter's probably a I am bigger. too. Peter and I are big indie game guys, both of us. Yes. Before, you did some, you used to write about indie games before yeah, IGN, I was, right? I was uh, helping manage a little, little indie game site. Yeah. DIYGamer.com. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all indie all the time. Just a lot of cool games out there that go under the radar. You're still IGN today. Let's not send... No, I'm just... Yeah, indie games are great. Uh, (laughs) Justin can't really... He can't really commit to being... I love a good Justin joke. (laughs) I just move on immediately. If if Greg had made that joke, he would have really committed to being an asshole. (laughs) It's true. Um, Yeah, so I love love indie bundles. I love indie royale. The Humble Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle. Indie royale. There's another one. uh, Good Games did another bundle. And And sometimes developers themselves will just throw something up on a website Gala's yeah. another one. Um, so I like these. I also think they're a little bit. They've been very, very good to the indie scene, but it's also like I. I feel like they're training people to not buy indie games that aren't part of a bundle. I don't know. It's like if you just want to sell your game for you know six bucks or ten bucks, people are just like, oh, it'll be in a bundle soon. That's like, kind of like XBLA, right? I think a lot of people are trained. They just they know that eventually a game's going to go on fifty percent off sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, it's like, definitely wait. like that on the App Store. Yeah, um, so go do- download Joe Danger while well, you still can. 50% yeah, this off. week Joe Danger is fifty percent off on XBLA. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, um, yeah, Indie Gala is great. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of what? No, speaking of oh. sales, things going on fifty percent off. Joe Danger. <laughs> oh, right. Got it. What was Stay the game? with me. What was the game you were playing at Anthony's desk yesterday? The To The Moon um, game? Kerbal, Kerbal Space Program. I think that's the name. I think that's right, too. Um, and that's just free. Like, it's an alpha, and you build a spaceship. It's kooky. You, you, you build a little spaceship, and it's a little bit like Spore in that it's, like, super casual, and you just sort of drag the parts around. Like, I'm going to mm-hmm. drag a thruster here, and I'm going to drag a strut here, and my command module here, and you can just sort of drag these things, and they connect a little bit like Legos. 
but then you launch your spaceship and you get to see like everything go wrong and you have to build these <laughs> <laughs> you build these multi-stage rockets and if you didn't build it right you're like oh shit like i didn't yeah. build in a way to disconnect like dislodge my previous rocket stage like it just starts to spin it's and it explodes and <laughs> but yeah. the best part is that there's three little alien yeah. dudes in there right <laughs> yeah and you get to see their faces as they react yeah exactly and so apart, as right? things start to go wrong you see their little portraits in the corner of the screen <laughs> reacting to it yeah, yeah. Great. is this a pc or is this a uh, it's pc, PC. And, you can play it on your new gaming pc yeah guy. yeah <laughs> it's, it's i just P- need windows and a cable and an audio cable and that mouse i ordered oh, about a monitor a few other things now i'm plugging into my tv oh. it's pc and mac what's well, so where are you gonna sit uh, i'm just gonna sit on my floor and use my coffee table that's not gonna be comfortable. Can, can you have like a wireless I keyboard? I sit on the floor when I game with my controllers. Really? Yeah. I like having a hardback for some, certain times and certain things. Okay. All right. Interesting. So I'm already there at the table. Okay. What do you? What is your? So wait. What is? So that's your battle station. Is you're on the floor and you're? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's right. What about you? Yeah, like couch. Yeah, ca- yeah couch. Yeah. I pull. I like to be very, very close to my television, close enough that my wife like makes fun of me. And so <laughs> we have this armchair, and I drag it to the center of the room and sit right in front of the TV. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I can't laying... sit on the floor. It just hurts my back after a while. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Know, it's one of those things. I guess like my couch is comfortable, but sometimes I want. Uh, Love hard, to see like a there. circa 1992 game over Greggy. Same picture, sitting in front of his TV, cross-legged, and yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same thing. The controller would be over my head. I play with the controller <laughs> over my head for some reason. Young me, now me. That would be good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is, who is this? Who is this? Andrew Stock. Andrew Stock. Have you guys been following the Neo Geo X handheld system? Oh, man, have I. When I first heard about it, I was all about it and was determined to get it day one. But recently, the price was just announced at a mind-boggling $785. A steal. I was wondering what your take on it was. Anybody else? Scrap that. This? Get the Super Boy, the handheld Super Nintendo. <laughs> well, but that, even that's not that great. You it's know? not perfect. The Neo Geo like games, a whole bunch right? of Neo Geo games are available on PSN. I don't know about Xbox Live, but I know they've been bringing them. Does that mean they're available on the Vita? Uh, this is a handheld system. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they play on PSP for sure. So they knock on wood would be able to transfer to the Vita and play. Okay. That's a ridiculous. That's a stupid large amount of money. Yes, for that they're thing. not going. No one's going to buy that. No, I like the idea of it. I, I mean, I like everything about it, but it's just too, you know, it's too much money. It's too much money to ever be taken seriously yeah. as any sort of anything. That's yeah, true. the Neo Geo was six hundred and fifty dollars back in the day, like whenever yeah. it was released, nineteen ninety. Wasn't the PS three as well? <laughs> <laughs> seriously, yeah. five hundred and ninety nine oh, US dollars. You can get like a top of the line iPad three for that amount of money. You can get a badass gaming PC yeah, for that amount of money. Yeah, like, and yeah. I don't know. I, the the site it's like this British site that's selling it called Blaze, and they sell stuff like uh, the like Atari Flashback and stuff. So yeah. it, I don't know. I don't know if it's an official product. Yeah, it's I mean, it's, weird. it's possible that as it continues percolating out, and maybe it's sold, you know, in America or whatever. Like it might be like four ninety nine or something. But um, yeah, don't buy one. <laughs> it doesn't sound like yeah. a good investment. Neo Geo is cool, but you know. Not that cool. Yeah. Wait. So, what was wrong with the Superboy? It just can't do Mode Seven. Oh, I think I, I think the screen is crap. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's too. It's too. It's not bright enough. Yeah. But I mean, in in theory, like the idea of that a portable. It's great. Yeah. Super Nintendo is awesome. Yeah. I had a Nomad. I had a Sega Nomad. Nice. You could play anywhere. <laughs> I could play anywhere for ninety minutes before the batteries <laughs> ran out. <laughs> What about Game Gear? Yeah, I had a Game Gear too, and I thought that was the shit. And I had these giant battery packs yep. that would go on the side. So you I need w- to remove your. Is that your phone? Okay, you need exactly. to remove your phone. For I have a like Game Boy Pocket sitting downstairs right now. 
Just, just right now? Just right now. What about a micro? You got a micro? No. no. Those things were tiny, weren't yes, they? they weren't. Uh, that's why they were micro. Yeah. <laughs> now, the Game Gear had its own games, but the Nomad just played Genesis games, right? Right. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't its own. Con- it was a portable Genesis. Is all just like the Turbo Express. Yeah. Um, the Turbo Express had a TV tuner in it. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when they put that out for Game Gear too. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Whoa. yeah, and I, I also had that. I was a big Sega guy. Me too. Yeah, I had, the whole, is... I had the whole like shoulder fanny pack kind of thing where yeah. you had all your games and then you bring that to school. Be yeah. the coolest kid around. Even though, it, <laughs> we're not, not, how's your Game Boy? We're not the coolest kid around. Green and black. A game <laughs> it's, it's absolutely have like kids, younger kids, p- completely pick up on like the marketing notes of like the the talking points of yeah, like yeah. Sega. Like, oh, I can play in color. I can do this and then you're just like oh, sorry i can't hear you yelling at me i'm playing batman returns yeah. <laughs> on game gear like some part of the back of your little kid head like knows this isn't that great but you're yeah, like totally, yeah. yeah but you you had you picked your allegiance you were that's with right. sega you were with yep. nintendo and that's what you did everything else was crap and you knew it <laughs> i gotta go get sonic rings and chaos emeralds i'll talk to you later <laughs> this, sonic- one, this is one of my favorite emails we received this week wow uh the subject line is from animal maker all right it says dear manager I call you just now, but no one pick up the phone in your office. We contact you is because we are focused on adventure park items, including moving dinosaurs. This specializing of our products is that all of our robotic animals can be make sound and move their eyes, tails, even stomach breathing. Yes. If you want to know the price or see the pictures of them, please let me know. Did you you yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, let's get, we, yeah, please give me cliffhangers here. Yeah, we need answers. Peter will never stomach know. breathing. The company is called Zagong Dinosaurs World Science and Technology Company Limited. That's oh, actually nice. that, so. What they're making like dinosaurs for theme parks? And yeah, shit? I think that's pretty we should cool. go for the office. Yeah, we really mainly should. for European and USA clients. Oh, okay, well, that's, that's us. That's us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so their full uh, list of items that they make are moving dinosaurs, alive-looking animals, <laughs> <laughs> fiberglass skeleton. Pirate model and model for children take photos. Oh. <laughs> uh, Pirate model. Uh, Timothy PB Johns. Okay. What do you think the PB stands for? Peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. This question is fairly simple, and I feel like it's a question we've addressed on the podcast before. Boxers or briefs? Boxer briefs. Yeah. Uh, obviously. Boxer briefs. Come on. Why? Yeah. I mean that's. It's two thousand. That, done. It's that was two, anticlimactic. Two thousand and twelve. Isn't that the only? Reasonable answer. It's true. It's the best of both worlds, man. Yeah. Uh, for we're, we've reached thirty-one minutes and thirty-six <laughs> seconds. Yeah, and we've burned through our listener emails. Done. Like, yeah. Put a fork in them. So unless we, unless you have anything else you want to talk about, Greg, or Justin, or Peter. Oh man, Peter, what was your best IG memory? Mm. Whew. It's a tough call. It's been an awesome year here. It really has. Um, you gotta make him cry. We found Dude, it's about time I found some fucking emotion in this robot of a <laughs> man. These cold eyes. This, this Dutch robot. You were, you were found by Ryan Geddes. I know. Who is no longer here. Mm-hmm. And uh, brought on by the two of you, actually, as well as Hill when he was still here. Mm-hmm. We, we all had a very nice lunch over oh, yeah, Burger, yeah, Joint. Burger Joint. Burger Joint. Yeah. I remember that. Long chat. And next thing I know, you guys are like, come hang out with us. Did we'll pay you. you. <laughs> And you said yes. I did. Do you remember the first thing you did for IGN? The first, my first review, I found it. I found my notes for it. It was Ooh. NASCAR the game, <laughs> 2011. Ooh, sorry Welcome about that. to Thanks, Damon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you was notes. your biggest review probably Battlefield 3? Battlefield 3. Yeah. Uh, Brink, Syndicate, Dirt 3. But probably Battlefield 3, biggest you, one. You became the, well, not that Battlefield 3 is mid-tier, but you sort of became the mid-tier FPS guy. 
I became the FBS guy. Yeah, yeah I was Anthony. Say. It was like we're doing rock, paper, scissors every time something like that came out. It's true. And uh, outside of like Luke in Australia, I was kind of the racing guy too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hence NASCAR the game 2011. Broken about, online play. Were you the soccer guy? No. U- UK was. No, yeah, I just course. played them for fun. Okay. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I, I, was, I was just going to say that was my, my, my kind of thing. Soccer, racing, and shooting people in the head. Yeah. Man. Find some way to combine I don't know. Questions. It's tough to pick, like, a memory. It's been just wow. every day here is pretty fun. There's, like, you sure there's deadlines and crazy weird stresses and getting up at 3 a.m. to publish some dumb article. But uh, it's been a lot of fun. And the people, man. I love you guys. No. Luckily, uh, with whatever this mystery of I'm going to next is, like, six blocks away. So, yeah. you know? I love you, too. But you're not going to a competing site or no, exactly. I will. I wouldn't do that. It, that'd be the weirdest thing to do. And I know some people do it every once in a while. But, like, I can't really imagine doing that. And yeah. I, you know you got to look at it for your bottom line to some extent, and yeah. sometimes you're forced into that. But you know I've written for IGN, worked yeah. with like the greatest team in the world, I'd say. And it's it, gonna be sad. It definitely Talking seems like uh, <laughs> it's 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 a lot more than a job for a lot of us, exactly. Especially the people in editorial. Um, you know, it's it's our social circle, and it's 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 yeah. a lot of stuff. It's yeah. important, and it's like I understand that I'm dead to everyone starting tomorrow. Yeah. It's yeah. just kind of how Good. it works, you know. But tonight, but tonight, one last night, tonight you one last hurrah. Gonna get drunk. <laughs> We're gonna get drunk and go see an Indo- Indonesian action movie. Yes, that's actually exactly what's gonna happen. <laughs> what's it called again? The Raid. The oh, Raid. It looks so good. Scott sent me that trailer yeah. yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I watched it off the email. I haven't um, seen it yet, but it looks good. So, listeners, uh, if you've seen The Raid, uh, hit, hit me up. Let me know what you think. Uh, but if you haven't seen it, uh, check it out. It looks cool. And I saw that's one of the big reasons I like living in San Francisco is I saw that The Raid's only playing in 14 cities right now, mm-hmm. and it'll probably open to a few more later. But you know, this is you know, it's a cool place to live. You get stuff like that. That's why you just don't live in the Midwest. Yep, yeah. I've lived in. Near Seattle, Los Angeles, and here, and you always get those movies. So yep. I, don't, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yes. So we, the three of West us, Coast. besides you, Pete, but we all escaped from the Midwest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Yep. You guys feel better about it? You made the right choice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I, 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 don't, I don't dis like. You totally. know, I'm from Kansas, yeah. and I don't dis Kansas. Kansas is fine. I go back. I usually tell people, yeah, it's not as bad as you think. You know. I say that about Iowa too. Mm. Yeah, I love Missouri. When I get fired from here, I'll move back there. <laughs> um, so you, so you two have been here, Greg. You just celebrated what five years? Five years, yeah. And Damon's more six, close to six, yeah. Six. Do you remember like the first things? What like the very first days at IGN? Like, oh, they were here? insane. Yeah, it was it was totally fucking crazy. Like, what I, was what was like the thing when you? For were... me, it was like I got off the plane and there was miscommunication between Dunham <laughs> and I on if somebody was picking me up from the airport. <laughs> so I got a cab and then opened my computer where I had directions to the Brisbane office, and I was like, "All right, we need to go here." And of course, he didn't know where that was, so I gave him basic instructions. And we pulled out of the airport, and there was a giant fucking mountain there that said <laughs> South San Francisco. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then they parked the cab, and like I had to wait for Roper to come out and get me. And there was palm trees in the parking lot. I was like, "This is batshit crazy." <laughs> Oh, man. How old were you when you made this jump across country? 24. Damn. So you went. Uh, so the thing that mind blows me about this story is that you went straight from the airport to, to the, the office. office. <laughs> yeah, with all my, my bag. Yeah, There's a bag, deadline that afternoon. My bag and my air mattress. Yeah. And, and yeah. not only that, I got put into the demo room immediately for a demo. For what game? <laughs> Ropers. It, it was for. It was for. Uh, controls from Splitfish. They were bringing in peripherals. Oh, and Rupert's like, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that- we've seen... They're, they're using a game. I'm pretty sure we've seen it before. And they're doing these things. So just fool around with it. And then I'll come in in the middle of the demo and let you know if you need to write this up. <laughs> so I was like in there for 15 minutes furiously taking notes. And they came in. He's like, yeah, you don't need to write this up. I'm like, All right, thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. What about you, Damon? I was... So I was in Chicago when I got hired. And then I lived... I worked from Chicago for like three months. And yeah. then I moved... So I was hired mid-April. And I worked there until I moved to San Francisco on June 1st. Okay. So, and I was working on the news team 
with David Adams and Kathleen Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, David trained me on how to use Niv and, like, how to write news stories, like, for, on the phone. Like, and I was working remotely at my, you know, oh, my right. house in Chicago. That's and that amazing. was my first job in the industry, so, like... <laughs> he was like training me on everything. Yeah, like, here's and I would so I was I would start out just like writing re, 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 wrote, re wrote press releases basically. Yeah. yeah, here's how video games work, Damon. This well, I know the, that. Yeah. yeah, well, no, but that's what you were being trained on. Like, how <laughs> to, this is the inverted pyramid. You put the important details at the top of the story. Well, yeah, there's yeah. all that stuff too. Yeah. I gotta I say, think, the, the first news story that I wrote, the first press release I wrote up was a new Castlevania for a DS. And I think I used the headline, Drac is back. Uh, and I was like, oh, I got a really good headline for this. <laughs> oh, this is so clever. That this one really will go good. down in history. <laughs> so I got to say, right around when you guys hired me, you guys had this video job ad up that was like, uh, was it Solis the robot? Solis. Yeah. You were like, oh my God, Damon, Solis the review writing robot is broken down. What do we do? And you're like, yeah. who's going to write all the reviews now? <laughs> Could it be you? Uh, <laughs> that was, I think that's my favorite. I forgot about that. That was that right one. around when I started. Good times. I think I did a spit take there and I got to expense a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the days. I don't remember. I haven't even been here a year and I don't remember the very first thing I wrote. Is that terrible? Maybe I do. I think I reviewed Aw Eggplant for the iPhone. Nice. <laughs> that was your first review? I think so. That was my first review. I might have written some like news or stuff before that. Mm. Of course, but I didn't, and I also learned that now that I've been here a while, it's very, very common for people to start at IGM without having worked anywhere else yeah. in video games. Like, yeah. you know, they hire people out of college and they work their way up from, you know, lowly news editor and work their way up through the site over years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, like Pierre Schneider has always said, for an entry level position in editorial, you only need two things. You need to be a good writer and you need to know a hell of a lot about video games. Yep. Yeah. That's really the only two requirements. You know, and IGN can teach you on, on yeah. how sort of the business side of things works. Mm-hmm. And so I, yeah. I'm a little bit unusual in that I've been, you know, writing about games for many, many years. So You're, you're an old dog. I'm a grizzled veteran. I went to my first C3 when I was in high school. I spent six years in the film industry. And I was like, you know, it'd be fun writing about video games. Yeah. One and day, kind of just everything. those degrees down the toilet. Exactly. And marched over here. <laughs> Well, well, it's kind of a toilet degree from the start, but <laughs> what, what you make with it, you know? You don't. So you all have degrees, and none of them are anything remotely related to well, what Greg's you're doing is. now. Yeah, oh, I have what? a journalism degree. Oh, I didn't. Mine's okay. in screenwriting, so it involved words and okay. spelling. Fair enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And what's your degree? Uh, I don't have a degree. Oh, okay. What? I, I know. I went to school for communication, uh, and then I quit when I got offered a full-time job writing about games. You popped your leather jacket collar, put on your aviators, and you're like, see you later, professor. I'm going to learn in the school of life. <laughs> Skateboarded out on the fat skateboard. <laughs> if you take away the leather jacket, that's not really that inaccurate. Awesome. Um, so two things happened. I was writing about games part-time in college, and that was my college job. Was I was writing for a site called Game Daily. And, uh-huh. uh, well, you work for IGN. I don't bother. Blah, 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 blah. And, and we... Uh, Oh fuck? my! <laughs> I don't know what that was. The other shoe has dropped. <laughs> Someone's helicoptering in. Um, you can't mention. Game there, Daily. you say you don't have a degree, so you're, getting, you're yeah. out. <laughs> They're taking you out now. We uh, um, so I was right, working part time, and I was in a class on PR and how PR works and how PR interfaces with journalists. And then one of the questions in the class was, "Raise your hands if you can tell me what a press release is." You know, and I'm writing press releases and reading them and writing news every day after class, and so I'm. That was the first moment. Where I'm like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I can't. I can't go through years of like learning this kind of stuff. I'm already doing it. I'm living it. Yeah. And the other thing was to, to get my degree, to get my AA degree, my two year degree before I transferred to a four year school. They were gonna make me do an internship. They said you need to have real job experience at an internship, and they wouldn't let me use my video game writing 
as my mm. internship. Oh, I said, I do this professionally. I have a boss. I write news. And they say, no, you need to go to, like, the newspaper, the local Iowa <laughs> newspaper, and internship there. Um, and so I'm a very, very stubborn guy, as I think you know. Yeah, quite on. And so I, took, <laughs> I threw two years of school and tuition down the drain and just quit because they wouldn't let me use my game writing as an internship. And it also, like, I was being offered a full-time job at the same time, so mm. it all sort of came together. And nice. I, and I was out. Never looked back. Look at you now. Look at me now. Exactly. For the record, I wasn't. I don't want some NeoGAF threat about me. I wasn't putting down Game Daily. I was making a throwback oh, yeah, to when yeah, you showed yeah. exactly. Peter when Peter was trying to talk about his site. You're like, I, oh, you work here, though. I got the joke. All right, well, yeah, yeah. I'm sure the kids didn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> we don't really have no no real games came out to talk about this week, did they? Yeah, you know, there's rumored PlayStation Four. No big deal. Orbis. No big deal. No big deal. I just I figured you yeah, guys covered, covered that. It. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damon and Podcast Beyond. We all work together. Mm-hmm. We, all, we all work together. To <laughs> There's a unity there. The listeners all they listen to all the podcasts. So that's I don't why wanna, they're awesome. That's why I just they're don't awesome. want to like be yeah. redundant. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. why I, I, I always wonder. Like sometimes uh, I'm on Tech Fetish every Friday, and this is recorded on Friday, and so I'm like, if all someone right, well, lists- they, all, they, all, they all listen to Game Scoop and Podcast, <laughs> right, 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 right. But I mean, if someone does listen to all the podcasts, they get like a thread of like exactly, what's happening yeah, yeah, at IGN. Yeah. Like it's because uh, on on uh, Game Scoop, I'm like, oh man, let's get burritos after this, and then on Tech Fetish, I'm like, oh, I'm in such a food coma. You just piece together this oral history. That's amazing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, one note we wanted to mention before we take off. We're getting lots of uh, questions about this. We will not be at PAX East this year. Yeah. So there's no, yeah. I mean, Sorry, we're if gonna you see. eat ice cream with every meal, you stop liking ice cream, all right? So we have to be a bit better about how and where we're serving the ice cream. <laughs> no, and totally what like, are we going to see? Battle Block Theater? That's it, you know? Well, Pax East, it's over. We would have seen our, 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 our fans and our friends. Uh, so we're I'm just, just kidding. kidding. I, I'm I just do, kidding. I do regret that. We're, t- we're totally bummed about it. We apologize that we won't be there to party with you at Pax East this year. However, I've already confirmed that we will definitely be at Pax Prime, so we won't be missing that. Yay! So, yeah. Also, there's an IGN store right now. Yeah. Go.IGN.com slash IGN store. There is not a GameScoop shirt yet. However, wheels are in motion. Yeah. When's PAX Prime? Sorry. August. Thanks, Peter. (laughs) Go buy a shirt and go to PAX Prime. You want to talk more about the Dutch kid's name, too? Why don't we just bring up all the old ghosts that we've passed? (laughs) Bor and I are already friends, so. (laughs) That's true. Uh, All right. That's all the scoops we have for you this week. We're going to miss you, Peter. I'm going to miss you guys so much. Thank you for joining us. I hope Thank you for having me. I hope the listeners need to attach to you. Oh, come on. No, just because you're not going to be around. I know, it's true. Uh, And thank you, Justin. And thank you, Greg. We leave you this week with a song called Must Be the Feeling, originally by Nero. This is a remix by Kill the Noise. Please to enjoy. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out. Every time I hear this
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.